My name is Michael Riccardi. I'm here with Ian and Alika. We are History 111's Group 7, and we're going to be telling you all a little bit about Inuit food. Go ahead, Ian. So my topic that I had was Inuit hunting. And Inuits today, like early Inuits, depended on a variety of animals for food. Many of these animals include common animals that you would find in the Arctic, such as seals, caribou, fish, walrus, and other sea mammals, but especially whales, who were abundant and whale hunting provided considerable material prosperity for the Inuit. The Inuit used a variety of different tools to aid them in hunting, cooking, and skinning the animals. This included spears, harpoons, arrows, bows, knives, ulus, traps, nets, hooks, pestles, and the pump drill. What is an ulu? An ulu is an interesting form of a knife that would sort of fit in the palm of your hand that you would grip, and the blade was about as long as your four knuckles in your hand. It was actually very interesting. But they don't use any cool knives anymore, as many Inuit today use commercially made rifles and spears rather than homemade weapons. Inuits hunt on land and fish through holes in ice. The Inuits' favorite meat that they get are seal meat. It is the traditional food, and seal skin is used to make their traditional clothes. Besides, hunting is very important to the Inuit because it identifies who they are, which makes sense because from 1941 to 1978, they had no real true identity. After this, I'm going to throw it back to Michael to talk about the preparation of the Inuit food. Hello, everybody, again. So... The first thing that I have to understand about how the Inuits prepare their food is that they largely don't prepare their food. They eat it mostly raw. There is one exception to this mostly raw eating, and that is polar bear, which must always be cooked because it is a carrion eater and it carries the trichinosis parasite inside of it, which is lethal to humans. Everything eaten can be eaten raw except for polar bears. So you're saying they will kill something and then eat it on the spot. Yes, they will kill something and eat it on the spot. Kind of like The Walking Dead. Kind of like The Walking Dead. And the reason for this is when you're out hunting for, let's say, seal, for example, you're standing out there in the cold for hours on end, and you need uh, energy and you need warmth, otherwise you can die out there. So when they kill a seal, they'll cut it open and they'll eat some of its flesh and they'll drink its blood to give them the warmth and the energy that they need to take it back to their camp. It's way better than cafeteria food. (laughs) So uh, another example of this comes from a book called Overland to Starvation Cove, A History. Uh, where it, fish is always eaten raw within one day's travel of the fishing site. Only uh, beyond that distance is it allowed to be cooked over a blubber lamp. So you're saying fish's expiration date is a day? No, not not quite. I don't quite know the reason for this tradition. Oh, it's a tradition. It's a tradition, okay. right. That makes sense. So I'm not sure why it, they only... They only cook it a day away from where it's fished up. Uh, Other than the the large amount of meat that they consume, uh, the Inuit also occasionally consume roots and berries. And for that, they simply clean it to make sure it's uh, free of dirt. 
they the berries are often mixed with animal fat to create a uh, beloved snack called a kutok. Debatable. Which uh, is just animal fat mashed up with berries. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and we're going to talk about, me and Ian are going to talk about some teriyaki caribou sticks that we tried uh, in preparation for this. Oh boy. You want to go first or me? I'll go ahead and go first. So... It was interesting. I uh, it, I probably won't eat it ever again because it was expensive <laughs> to buy. Uh, it had a unique flavor, but I'm not quite sure how to describe. I guess like smoky. Smoky. That would be a good. That would be a good. Good take. Uh, and it was also quite dry. I that was that was one of the big things I noticed is it was very very dry. There, it was packaged, so I. I assume that the very high salt taste was because of that to keep it stored, but it was very, it was a dry meat, but I mean, I personally would eat it again, but I can see why somebody wouldn't. But now, after we're done with this, I'm going to throw it over to Alika to talk about the Inuit storage of their food. Thank you, Ian. Um... So what Michael said earlier, um, the food can be boiled, dried, fermented, uh, almost like alcohol, frozen, fried, or eaten raw. Huh? If they didn't eat it right away, it was hung out to dry or smoked. Now we all know what smoked is. It just gives off. It just gives the meat more flavor. Uh, dried. Uh, the dried meat would be underneath the sleeping platform. So basically, underneath where, where they slept. So you're um, saying. I'm okay to put food under my bed. No, no, no. It's only in the Arctic. Oh, okay. Only in the Arctic. Um, in a longhouse or in storage pits, that's where they keep the most food. Um, now, the storage pits were big, deep holes in the ground and kept away so nobody would step on them or step in them, everything. Um, they would also keep it in big barrels, uh, just rub, rub it all, uh, dip it around in uh, fish oil to keep the mice away. Um, fish oil prevents mice? Yes, apparently it does. Oh, wow. <laughs> what were these barrels made out of? Uh, they were made out of bark. Bark. Um, but like also what he said, uh, we have to, they have to clean the roots and berries in order to get rid of that bacteria. Uh, now I'm going to pass it back to Michael for his in, to explain Inuit genetics. Thank you, Alika. So the high meat intake of the Inuit has resulted in some interesting genetic adaptations. Uh, the main mutation that uh, was found decreases the amount of polyunsaturated fats produced by the, the Inuit's body, which changes how the body produces all types of fat. Uh, and this has resulted in a lower chance of cardiovascular and heart disease. So. While you may think, oh, eating mostly meat and uh, eating a lot of omega-3 fatty acid from fish will help reduce my chances of these two diseases. No, it is specifically Inuits and their genetics that allow this to happen. Unfair. Unfair. <laughs> well, why don't you go and freeze in the Arctic for a thousand years eating nothing but raw meat? Then you too can have reduced chances of cardiovascular and heart disease. Okay, well, when you put it like that, I retract my statement. <laughs> so the same mutations that give them those benefits also causes them to be about two centimeters shorter than average. 
uh, compared to uh, other peoples. So, so we've talked about. So after talking about how they've adapted to uh, this sort of diet, let's talk about why they have to eat the way they do. So the reason why they eat everything raw and the reason why they eat everything uh, in an animal, including its organs, is because uh, muscle tissue, which is what's typically consumed in uh, other countries, and I think like hamburger, your hot dogs, all that, that's mostly muscle tissue, doesn't have the essential vitamins, nutrients, and amino acids that the body needs. So they have to eat these organs that do have those uh, essential nutrients. Thank you all for listening. Hopefully you've learned a bit more about how the Inuit uh, hunt and gather their food, how the Inuit prepare their food to be eaten, how the Inuit eat their food and store the food that they have extra, and why they can eat the food that they do. Mm -hmm.